Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to one of the most popular episodes of 2020 with Cutco's fastest rising star, Paige Weber. In just her first year as a district manager, Paige and her team finished out 2020 with over 1.5 million in sales, almost all of which was new business. This astonishing performance set numerous records for a first-year manager in the Vector Cutco business and won Paige the Silver Cup. Paige is at it again already in 2021, leading the company after the first eight weeks of the year with over $277,000 in sales already. In this short snippet, we talk about Paige's mindset around learning, a core philosophy she holds in business and life, and specific strategies she used for recruiting and developing her great team. If you're a vector manager who wants to make the most of your year in 2021, sit down and take some notes because Paige Weber is getting the job done at levels never before seen in the company. This flashback episode is sponsored by me, your podcast host for Changing Lives, Selling Knives. If you're getting value from the podcast, please be proactive about sharing your favorite episodes with others, whether directly or on social media. These short flashback episodes were designed to be an easy way to incorporate a few minutes of personal development into your meetings and events. By sharing the podcast publicly, we are all playing a role in spreading the word about the great work that Vector Marketing and Cutco are doing in the world. The more that people know and understand this, the better it will be for everyone in the Vector Cutco business. I invite you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and comment or share when you see me promoting a new episode. Let's work together to make sure that everyone knows how much this quirky job selling knives is actually changing lives. If you wish to support our actual sponsors, you can do so by visiting changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. Enjoy this flashback segment from Paige Weber and be sure to revisit the full episode number 127. You're already over a million here now with uh, you know the entire fall to go and some of the summer still left. You're probably going to set an all-time record in the history of the company for a manager who's new uh, in their first year. And it, it's really incredible to see what you're doing. Why is this happening? I'm an aggressive learner. I love learning. I don't think there's ever been a time where I stopped learning. When you play a sport, right, you practice all the time, right? You you go to practice three days, four days, five days a week. When I was a dancer, I was dancing seven days a week. I was putting in the work for that that two minutes on stage, right? It wasn't like I, I was doing it every weekend. We would have four competitions a year. And what I've learned is that 
everything you, you've got to repeat it over and over and over again. The amount of audiobooks and podcasts and just vector connect videos of other managers just listening to them talk over and over and over again. You know, whether I'm in the car, whether I'm writing down notes on it, whether I'm on a run, on a walk, and you've got to repeat it over and over again. You've got to listen to it over and over again in order to really understand it, to really get it. Something I learned from Kate Bassey is you don't got it until you actually got it. There's a saying that when you squeeze an orange, what you get is orange juice, meaning when you put something under pressure, what's inside comes out. And in business, we're constantly under pressure to say the right thing, pressure to make the right decision, pressure to take the right actions, pressure to follow through and be disciplined. And so what's inside of us comes out. And the only way to internalize good ideas is through a lot of repetition. Repetition is the key to having the ideas become a part of who we are so that we got it, as Kate would say, right? And that's when you know that you're going to be able to deliver in the heat of the moment. So it's just a critical concept that you just shared right there. Let's talk about, Paige, some of the your specific skills as a vector manager. You've been great at building your team this summer. And I know you've got some great strategies around that. Could you maybe share a few of your key strategies for building your team? Yeah. Uh, something I, I always share, you know, I, I love that. I, I learned from so many people. I could attribute everything I say to, to so many people, but my biggest philosophy is, is love always wins. When you think about your people, if you love your people, they will love you back all of the time. So I think what the my biggest key to to building a team and to keeping a team is just to wrap my arms around people and and let them know that that my office is a family through and through in Cutco outside of Cutco no matter what and i think we forget that sometimes we work with college students and sometimes they just need that like hug right or they just need that like extra love extra support no matter what, at the end of every single day, love always wins. And I know that might kind of seem like, yeah, well, aren't you disposed to love your people? But I think sometimes we forget. There are times that I forget, right? We get so wrapped up in the numbers. We get so wrapped up in the records and the prizes and the trips that we just forget that at the end of the day, we're human and, and we just want love and we want to feel loved and, and we want to be loved by the people that mean the most to us. So I would say that's one of my biggest strategies for building a, a really great team. Yeah, it's a paradigm shift that people have to make in life, which is the shift from thinking about what can I get to thinking about what can I give. People can tell, people can see when you have that frame of mind. So, and it, it just harkens back to when you were in therapy, developing that mindset, seeing other people doing that for you, right? And being able to develop that mindset about business and about life. Yeah. And it's been a big shift for me. And I would say it's been a big shift in my business. Ever since I, I stopped worrying about the numbers, it all comes together. Eventually, when, when you do all the right things, it, it does come together on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some more specific stuff about how you are getting your recruits. Like, What are some of the ways you're applying the personal recruiting program this summer or anything yeah. else like that that uh, current Vector managers could really chew on? Yeah. I think it starts with a, a great assistant manager staff. I'm incredibly blessed, the people on my staff that I do. And I think what makes a big difference of having a great staff is a, a staff that wants to build the team. I think there's two different kinds of ways you can look at it. You can have people that you know have to build the team because they're an assistant manager. 
are people that want to build the team. And when you can find people that want to build the team, there's magic in that because they, they're excited. They're, mm-hmm. They want to build that team with you. So my assistant managers have done a fantastic job of being recruiters and not only just being a, a recruiter, but being an aggressive recruiter and making sure that this summer was a, a monumental summer for the, for our world. And I, I told, I sat down with my staff when, when COVID hit and when things got really rough and I said, you know, we, we have two options. We can crumble and we can say like, this is hard. We don't want to shift or we can change the world and we can change the world for the better. And I told them that every single person on this planet deserves to hear about Vector. People need us now more than they will ever need Vector in our entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I changed that conversation. You know, they, they were having a tough time. I was having a tough time. Um, I remember sitting in April being like, oh, like, we have to do remote. Like, are you sure? Like, can I just keep my office open? I struggled in the beginning of the summer. I really did. But, you know, I just reminded myself that I have two paths. And I can take the, the really great path or I can take a path that I don't know where it's going to lead me. And I knew that I needed to step up as just a leader in this world to give other people that opportunity and, and to really be the example for everyone on my team. So my staff, we joined forces. We, we linked arms and, and we didn't let go this summer. We, we said we were all in together. So, you know, they were excited for just the opportunity and, and what's been really incredible for them to see is the appreciation and the gratitude of people this summer. You know, the, the thank yous we've got, the, the appreciation that I was looking for a job. I'm so glad you reached out to me. Like I was desperately looking. I was worried. That is what fueled them. That is what fueled me because we knew we were making a difference the second we, we started to show up in the right way. Yeah. So you guys are collecting PR leads the same way as normal during training. And then it's a team effort to reach out to these PR leads. Are you calling or texting? Yeah. So we use office conveyor and we call. So we we send out that initial text. Um, It's very systemized in my office. So um, we, we have our lead callers, including myself. So we have someone handling all the responses. So my sales manager, he handles all the responses and he lets us know, hey, you call this person, you call this person, you call this person. So it's very organized. There's no confusion whatsoever. And our goal is at least 75 PRs. Got it. So your, your sales manager is the point person to receive all the responses back when they come in. Yep. And then as soon as somebody displays some interest, he yep. farms that out to you or one of the AMs. And then yep. you guys pick up the phone and call yep. and schedule them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's 75 a week has been your goal? Yeah. That, that's usually like the, our must do, but it's anywhere between 75 to 100. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big number, but it's a doable number for a lot of managers. You know, like that's something that, that can actually happen. It's not like trying to get 200 or something like that every single week. So yeah. that's big pretty army. cool. Beat small armies any day. So. Big armies beat small armies. Yes, I've learned that a number of times <laughs> during my my vector career. And then, how about social media? Are you leveraging social media at all at events yeah. or anything like that? Yeah, social media SMRAs they kickstarted my summer. Um, one of my SMRAs brought in fifty thousand CPO just on her own. And so, just making sure that we were being aggressive on social media. Um, social proof. 
life is social proof. So if, if you can, what we did is we would drive around to reps' houses. We had big paychecks. We put on our masks, gloves, made sure we were being safe. And we wrote out a check, took a picture of them and posted on social media. Sometimes people just need to see these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times before they come in. And I'm a very aggressive recruiter. I won't stop until I get a no. If I don't hear from you, that doesn't mean it's a no. Unless you tell me no, I won't lay off. And that's been helpful. I mean, one of my personal, like my own PRs, it took me six months to get him in. And his first summer or his first year, he started in January, he sold $50,000. And it's because I I see people for more that they are. I know they can do it. I've just got to get them in the door. So I don't stop until I get a no. So there are tons of people on my team that I was like fighting for them. If I hear someone's name one, two, three times, that means like they've got to be in my office, right? If I'm hearing a name over and over again, that means everyone thinks they'd be a good fit for my team. Everyone thinks that they should be on this team. So it's my job to find a way to get creative and get them on my team. Right. It sounds like you have a tremendous depth of conviction in the opportunity. Going all the way back to that conversation you described with Jim Stitt Sr., where you felt like it'd be a disservice if you weren't there offering this opportunity to people as a manager, and how you create that want in your AM staff to recruit, not just the obligation, like, oh, it's part of the job, but the want. All of that stems from a tremendous conviction in the opportunity and in what we do for people and what you can do personally for the people who you bring onto your team. So... That's cool. That's cool. And it sounds like you've actually gotten to meet some of your reps this summer. I mean, that seems like kind of a silly question to ask. (laughs) Yeah, we actually did a team bonding in June. I got all the team at a park. I rented out a pavilion and it was different. It was something, uh, you know, it's a crazy world we live in. Who would have thought that in 2020, we'd be meeting at a park to meet our team, right? But what a really grateful experience that was for me to make it work one way or another. So yeah, I'm figuring out ways to to get the team together. Uh, but yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah. Well, uh, how about any of your strategies or keys to developing the people that you have on your team this summer? Because you not only have a big team, but you have a team that's selling a lot on a per person basis as well. What's been a key or two to that? Yeah, I think something I've learned is that I don't know everything. And it's okay not to know everything. And what's not okay is to not connect them with people that do know that can help them. So something I love to do is I love to build a bridge with someone who who does know, you know, um, I was not the best seller. I love selling Cutco, but like management was where my, my heart was at. I loved helping people. So I, my personal sales aren't as high as some other people. So I love to, to build the gap and to introduce them to people that can help them a little bit more. So just connecting and making sure that they're learning making sure that people are always learning. You know, the people that, you know, leave Vector or Selling Cutco is because like they've hit a plateau. They don't feel like they're learning. And granted, they can learn a ton, but they need to, you need to make sure that they're learning. And that's something Gina always did a really great job with me is just always making sure I was learning because I was an aggressive learner. So if I wasn't learning, I was bored. And I was like, what's next? What do I do next? What, what is there to learn? So, and again, it, it's not about Cutco, right? It, it could be a book. It could be a, a YouTube. You know, there, there's so many things that are accessible right now on online that you don't have to know everything. And, and that's something I'm, I'm honest about. I don't know everything. I'm still learning a ton about myself and the business. So I think it's important to know that if you don't know everything, just find someone who can help you. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 